Mommy, can we talk about technology? Sure, Ava. Welcome to Therapy and Technology. I'm your host, Jessica Bullock. Join us as we have this conversation regarding technology and how it's integrated into our daily counseling profession. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Therapy and Technology. So you have to excuse my voice because it's like I got off the plane and my voice completely left me, but I'm a lot better now. So I was super eager to get on and discuss this topic with you. I'm particularly excited because many times I get the question about which electronic health record is the best to use. So I decided why not do a review on two of the most popular platforms that I think are out now and my experience with both of them. And those would be therapy notes and simple practice. But before I go further, let me just put out a disclaimer out there for you guys. You have to do your own research. If I haven't learned anything in this field, you could get recommendations from everybody, how to's, what nots, but you have to do your own research. So after you listen to this podcast, please go and listen and do your own research. Okay. So now when I say and refer to electronic health records, I'm not just talking about the video only platforms such as like a Zoom or VC. I'm talking about the platforms that do it all. The ones that maintain your client files, your billing, your maintain maintenance of schedules, of your schedule, your therapist's schedules, and also will allow you to take payments. And um, if applicable, some platforms do all of that and have the ability for you to use video. So that is what I'm going to discuss in a little bit. But I want to tell you lastly, before I end this episode, which platform I use now and why. Because it was the best choice for me at this stage of my practice, which has now transformed, by the way, into a hybrid model. Yes, that is the best of both worlds, face-to-face and online clients. So matter of fact, um, let me just take a brief moment and invite you to the Hybrid Practice Facebook group. We talk live in there once a week and we have a library of forms for you at your disposal. So feel free to go over to Facebook groups and join us at the Hybrid Practice. So let's start with the first EHR, Simple Practice. Simple Practice's name fits it perfectly. It's a very simple platform to use and it worked the best for me in the genesis stages of my therapy practice. So, so far to date, it has been one of the most, I would say, affordable platforms for what it has to offer. It allows you to do a paperless transaction with your clients as most EHRs do, but it also allows you to do billing, scheduling, and video conferences through the platform as well as take payments. Now, one thing I would encourage people to do is actually look at the trainings that most of the that most of the EHRs provide for you because the EHRs that we have available to us now do so much, but we as clinicians, therapists and helpers, we don't take the time to learn more about them. So I believe that majority of people who have an EHR only use them at 60% of their functionality. This is not a stat. I didn't do any research on it. I'm just guessing. And I am too guilty of this, not having enough time to really dig into the do's and don'ts of what our platforms can and cannot do. So it would be so worth your time to learn the system that you purchase. I'm going to say it again. Learn the system that you purchase, even if you just look at um, one of their YouTube videos, which most of these EHRs, by the way, have YouTube videos 
online. So look at a video a week. If you just dedicate one hour a week or even 30 minutes to just learning something new about your platform. I know me and my my assistant and I, we take time to dig into the platform. We create Jane Doe's, John Doe's, and we try to really figure out how to work the platform so our clients can have the least frustration when we are explaining it to them. So take the time to learn it. But also simple practice comes with an app. Uh, I like that feature because you could do what you have to do on the go. And literally it's on the front page of your iPhone and it requires a code to get in. So there's two security codes, the one to get into your phone. And I'm hoping that if you have these apps on your phone, that you do have a security code on your phone. And then there's another security code. When you click on the app, it's going to require you to log in. Now, the app does time out just like it does on our desktops and laptops. Um, It does time out. So that's for our client safety. But um, my colleagues say uh, one of the bad things that they've had experience with regarding simple practice is the video part going out and glitching. But the thing that we have to realize about some of the EHRs and things that we're using, they are constantly fixing bugs. So this might not be an issue right now, but that was probably the biggest complaint I heard on my side. I've never had that issue because I did not use the video portion for simple practice. That was before I added telehealth to my practice. So you want to try this out. Um, I believe they give you a 30 day free trial and see how you like it. Just put like one or two people on, on that schedule and see if you like the platform. At the time that I used Simple Practice, it it met my needs. I was a solo practitioner and I uh, didn't have a group practice. And so it really fit my needs and I really was happy with everything that it did. So um, now it has all different types of features. It has improved greatly. It offers the video conference conferencing, like I said, and it would be worth your time. If you are a solo practitioner, I would strongly recommend trying Simple Practice. Now, on a side note, if you are going to do video conferencing on a go, on a go, I really uh, a really cool gadget that I picked up from Amazon is called the UB size phone tripod. It's very cheap. I think I paid like fourteen dollars for it, and you can take this tripod virtually anywhere. And if you are a woman listening to this podcast and you carry a big bag, you just drop that baby, you fold it up, you drop it into your bag, and you can be in your hotel room in another state. You could be anywhere and uh, conduct your video conferencing. So let me speed on up and jump over to therapy notes. Now, <clears throat> I have to admit, I loved therapy notes. It was one of my favorite pat- platforms to use. I think in particularly because the color coding system for different types of appointments was something I fell in love with right away. So I could just take a look at my uh, calendar from a glance and see if I had like three intakes or four sessions. And I really liked that, um, that feature. Additionally, in 2016, when my practice had expanded to a group um, and I was conducting more group sessions, it appeared to be able to be the best platform for me because it allowed me to put in different uh, clients into one um, slot. And it was just very, very, uh, it was very good for the culture of my therapy practice at that time. So this platform may be a little pricier than Simple Practice. I'm not sure if the price has gone up since I've last purchased it, but it was a little pricier than Simple Practice. But if you are someone who, one, runs a group practice, 
Two, con conducts group sessions. Three, are OCD with the organization of your practice needs. And four, you need a platform with unlimited clientele that can be put into the database. Then you really can't go wrong with therapy notes. And when I provided solely face-to-face -face sessions, um, this platform did not would, would not be something I would have picked, but uh, it it was something that my group that my group practice grew into. So uh, this therapy notes also has an on the go scheduling app. So the same thing as Simple Practice. And the only reason why I left this platform is because again the culture of my practice changed. So you guys see the theme here. Uh, my practice called for different things at different times. So in early 2019, I had to change my uh, platform again. Now, I'm not suggesting that you change your platform. Uh, everyone does what's, what they need to do for their own individual practices. So again, like I said earlier, do the research. But I noticed that I had to transition with uh, the growth of my practice. Now, I do several workshops for um, regarding ethics in online therapy. And one area that I see people compromise with is using Skype or Zoom for their sessions, which is a big no-no if you didn't purchase the HIPAA package for healthcare providers with it. So uh, now there are free video platforms that I have used and loved, such as VC. So if you are trying to cut costs and go with the cheapest package, uh, then look for an ER uh, and then go for a free HIPAA compliant video option if you're not seeing too many video clients right away. And I keep calling them video clients, but I mean telehealth clients. <laughs> Lastly, I will share what platform I use currently. So now I use iTherapy. And the reason why I went there is because I actually dropped my full-time lease on an office because I didn't need it anymore because 90% of my business went virtual which left me with about 10% of the time in the office. And so I didn't need to pay for a full office. And because I cut that expense, paying for eye therapy just fit. Eye therapy incorporates everything that I discussed prior, but it incorporates the HIPAA compliant fax phone and EHR partnership with Zoom. The last time I checked out Zoom, um, it was very pricey per month just to have it alone. So this just made sense for me. So after I did the math, I was like, you know what? I have to do what's best for the company and I pay for storage space on therapy notes because as you can imagine, there's lots of, uh, of data on there that I didn't want to lose. So if you're going to switch EHRs, one thing you want to make sure you ask the EHRs, how can I pay for data storage per month? And there's a very, very reasonable way for you to do that so that you don't have to spend time transferring hundreds and hundreds of records from one EHR to another. So two questions that I want you to ask yourself before you sign up with an EHR is one, does it fit your practice's culture? And what I mean by that is whether your practice, whether you practice as a solo practitioner, do you have interns? Uh, do you like apps and technology? Is it current with the trends of the field? Um, for example, does it have space to bill for telehealth codes and things that you are doing in your practice. Now, if your practice is straight brick and mortar, this might be something that you don't even have to worry about. But uh, does it fit your practice's culture? So I want you to really think about all the things that your practice will need and whether or not the EHR will be a good fit for you. And the second biggest question is, is it in your price range? Do you have a full-time office that you rent and you just need an EHR on the side? Or are you fully online and this EHR is basically your office like me? 
So um, I want you to think about these two questions. Again, does it fit your practice's culture? And is it in your price range? And really think about those two questions. Now, there may be other questions that you might want to answer before you do this, after you do your research. But for these, for me, these two questions were the biggest. Now, before I go, I want to tell you one last thing. And I, I, this is, again, this is like, I promise you, this is the last thing I'm going to say. But ensure that with whatever EHR you choose, you get a business associate agreement otherwise known as a BAA, because this agreement is important to ensure that your company will, that the company that you go with will safeguard your client's information. Now, most companies will send it to you without your asking, but if they don't ask you or, or if, I mean, if they don't give it to you, then it's your responsibility to request one. So listen, guys, this was really fun. And until next time, take care. And remember that life has so many options for us and our practices. But without any hesitation, do your research regarding any advice anybody ever gives you and understand that each person comes from their own point of view regarding why they chose the EHR they chose. Until next time, guys, take care. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, please rate, subscribe, and share with a friend. Take care.